ladies and gentlemen and everything in between. This is David Davey and... This is Tara Watson and you are listening to Queer Cat Club. Episode 7 I believe now. Is it right? Um, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it's officially episode 6 because, oh, because our, our serial episode so is kind of like a weird episode yeah. without a number. Right, so it's like the iPhone 6 Plus and then all the other ones. But not shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and not the size of our house. Mm. Bazinga. Um... um how are you? I'm oh, alright, how about you? Pretty good. If you oh. haven't, for international listeners, you probably know that we have a new Prime Minister. Yes, yes. So, so that's so what we do in Australia. We, we just, just change. Every, every term, we're just like, meh, next. We're like, let's pick this one. Yeah, let's try, try someone new. Oh, especially this um, one, though, particularly, because he was particularly hated, I believe. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say, and I don't think this is controversial, he was the most hated Prime Minister we've ever had. I would say so. Like, beyond Whitlam. I mean, not that I was alive in those days. But behind, I'm, I'm saying it. Well, I don't know. Like, yeah, hated. And on the international stage, he just like was a laughing stock. Oh, totally. I mean, like what now they're calling him one turn Tony. So yes, for all those who don't know, Tony Abbott is no longer Australia's and prime we've, minister. We've voiced our concerns about him. <laughs> we before. have, haven't we? Yes. Yeah, especially in our episode about gay marriage. So, so you know. um, hopefully. Things will get better. Well, that's that's right. I mean, like he was one of the major plugs, I think, from preventing you know gay marriage and, marriage, and marriage equality. equality. Um, I mean, we do still have a, li- a, a liberal. Oh, yeah. we've still got a liberal government, yep. so it still won't. Issues. It, yeah, we'll still. It won't be amazing, but I, th- I have hope. Yeah. I have hope something good will happen. He was he was just an embodiment of everything that we didn't want to embody in Australia. I mean, fuck, he was the minister for women. Yeah, and the first thing Malcolm Turnbull did was change up the cabinet and yeah. make Shokora a woman minister for women. Yeah, got there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he put five women in the cabinet, which is, I mean, that doesn't sound like many, but it, in relative terms yeah. it is. Yeah. Obviously, Historical. we should have more. But yeah, so yay for Malcolm. I kind of have a soft spot for Malcolm because, yeah. as you know, that's my favourite name in the world. Yes. <laughs> yes, I like uh, Malcolm is my name that I name things. I don't know why I decided in high school. So I'm like, oh, we have a prime minister mm. called Malcolm. It's adorable. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, he's a he's a bit he's a bit of a spin king. Like he yeah. just likes to talk and talk and talk. But at least he can speak. You know what uh, I mean? I know. Unlike. Uh, yeah. It's uh, um, uh, 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 like speak words, Tony. Uh, yay. Okay. Well, speaking of words from Tony, uh, we would yes. like to have a dedication. Just a quiet moment, just to say farewell to our most beloved prime minister, former prime minister. I know. And here it is. And not we're just gonna be so sad, for, like not seeing your glistening speedos. Uh, <laughs> and sure. those like smacking lips and his, sparkling like, onions <laughs> going inside your mouth. <laughs> 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 anyway, okay. okay, bye Tony. Um, here it is. You have been a one oh, for me. Happy. I don't know how to cry. <laughs> no. Anyway, so long. Um, See you later. Actually, hope not. Okay. Good riddance to bad Tonys. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Something else we should probably talk about is a movie I think that's already been released, which is um, Stonewall. Yeah. Mm. I actually, when I heard about this movie, I was so excited. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, originally, I mean, it was it was exciting until you saw the end of the trailer. Like. <laughs> yeah, I was like watching the trailer, and I was a bit like, maybe they're just not. Sh- maybe there's more in the movie. Yeah. I don't trust this trailer, even though they're only showing this one white guy. Yeah. 
Um, I was excited. I remember I messaged you. I'm like, we should say this. We were excited because yeah. we both know the story of Stonewall. Yes. Obviously, it's a huge, huge moment. Huge, huge event in LGBT. It's kind of a history. catalyst for equality. Well, absolutely. I mean, like, what was it now? Um, God, don't get me wrong here. 69, um, New York City, um, yeah. with the Stonewall riots. It was started at this place called the Stonewall Inn, I believe was what it was called. Yeah. Um, and obviously, like, for those who do not know, um, you know, there was a whole bunch of riots and this was actually a, mo a turning point where, you know, um, members of the LGBT community, which was very fractured and not, you know, like not solidified as much at the time. Wasn't um, completely united. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. kind of yeah. united them. It, yeah, and that's right. They stood up and stood against the police and said and no. And what everyone knows, is not a hidden secret, is that it was kind of spearheaded by trans, trans women. Trans women, drag trans, queens. Yeah. Um, you know, some of the some of the more controversial and figures at the time. quite largely black and hispanic yeah so this trailer was on the train this white guy and i think we were both hoping the movie itself maybe they're just trying to i don't know make the ads i don't know more easy for people to watch i didn't know why yeah. anyway so the movie it so the movie came out the reviews were terrible yeah right I, it's crazy um, like the best review was by vanity fair what was the title um stonewall is terribly offensive and offensively terrible um so yeah, I don't. There doesn't seem to be anything good about it, except that maybe that it's telling a story that yeah, I don't know. Just, not everyone knows. It's just it, it's funny because within within you know the the day or so of the trailer being released, people are already bringing up no, this is not right. The actual because the the big one of the big controversies controversies about this film is about its whitewashing and about how it's portraying predominantly size size gender males. Uh, who are you know gay white men and, stra um, and straight acting, straight acting as, well. as well? Yes, exactly. So we're in reality, and you know, there's this big, you know, the famous image of this particular white character. His name, I think, his last name, something like Snow or something like that. Like it's it's, yeah. it's really ironic. And he ended up uh, yeah, in this in the trailer. He throws the brick first, which starts the riots. Now. Within days, the, it came out that Martha P. Johnson, who was a very famous, um, she was a trans individual. Um, she was uh, known, you know, commonly as the person who threw uh, the first And break. a black trans Black individual. trans individual, excuse me. I mean, me. when can you change history like that? And it was multiple like, sources that said. it's quite crazy. Yeah. Like, could you do that with another moment in history in this day and age? I don't mm, think so. Yeah. I mean, that is messed up. So, I mean, obviously people were like, why have you just created this person? I mean, it might be loosely based on someone. But, exactly. And made them the heroic character. Exactly. And I, what did he say back? He, I think he spoke to BuzzFeed and he said, mm. you have to understand one thing. I didn't make this movie only for gay people. I made it also for straight people. I kind of found out in the testing process that, that, process that actually for straight people... Danny, that was the guy's name, is a very easy in. Danny's very straight acting. He gets mistreated because of that. And the straight audience can feel for him. This is so... It's not... This is ridiculous. Because, okay, think about the movies that have set precedence before this. Think about, like, even, like, movies like... like I don't know. Like, okay, for example, Bird, The Birdcage, when we're thinking about, like, um, um, Nathan Lane as that openly flamboyant drag cat kind of a character. Yeah. We could easily digest that. I think, but with the birdcage, I mean, it could be argued that Robin Williams' character makes Balances being it. gay oh, more well, digestible. True. But yeah. that movie's great. 
But I like that they have both sides. Because obviously well, there is straight up king gay people. But, but we're not saying they don't exist. Obviously they do. But his... Yeah. More my way, point is it's, it's ridiculous to think that like... That the, the main character... Could has, not be perceived if he was mm. anything other than white, straight acting... And to say, you know? I'm not making it for gay, just gay people. I'm making it for straight people. How insulting... Aren't most movies made for straight people? Yeah. Like you can't do one movie that would... You know, Re respect, like, yeah, respect history for like LGBT. Imagine oh, that's such an interesting point you say that. Imagine if they had brought like okay, say they brought up some event in World War Two or something, and then totally changed what you know who it's, the character was. You can't and, change. I mean, obviously it used to be done all the time, time with movies, but not in this day and age. I mean, they used it. to have black people played by white you people know? and painted and horrible things. Yes, but yeah, yeah. this is crazy. That's to, it, it's so outdated that line of thinking. Necessary, yeah. like. I don't think it would have changed anyone's view. Like, like we've had characters that are way more extreme than Danny Snowface or whatever, and it's it's like, how did he think that this was going to be the best way to perceive it by warping history? It's, yeah, he's not respecting the intelligence of his audience that they yeah. can quickly Google this and be like, that's ah, weird. Yeah, a trans black woman threw the first brick. Yeah, you've just lied. Like, <laughs> craziness anyway but, I know, um, I've, yeah there's so many articles and everything about it lately it's been so fucking popular so yeah yeah it's but very um i know it's come out and it's totally bombed yeah wow so i mean, no, I mean not wow the thing is i'm actually sad i'm sad that it, bombed it is sad yeah. because it's a good story and there should be more stories telling like the history of lgbt people yeah they did it so poorly you're exactly right yeah and it's as if anyone's going to touch that story for a few more years now Oh, well, you know what? You never know, though, because I've seen articles coming out saying, you know, alternative, you know, stories telling, you know, like there's a 1995 version of Stonewall, apparently, which is a little dated, but not as dated as this, you know, like, so... I'd like to see that. You yeah. would hope that they would reboot it with someone totally different, mm. you know, and effectively. They probably still won't do it for, for yeah, a few I, years. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Unless, you know, like a really rich person gets behind mm. it and is like, let's do this right. I mean, yeah. I, it could have been so good. So much potential. I know. I mean, you even think about, like, I look, think, like, I continually compare it back to people like, you know, Janet Mock and Laverne Cox. Like, we've got trans women of colour in the mainstream media as real people now. Why do we have to yeah, whitewash? Yeah, that's why he's not respecting the intelligence of these people. Like, we're not idiots. We, yeah. And, the, like, as TV and films become more diverse, yeah. we, that is just so patronising to treat an audience that way. Yeah. To make it more digestible to see a white face. Yeah. I mean... But I think it comes back to money as well, doesn't it? You know, because that's yeah. obviously the way that we're going to maximise... Well, yeah, it sounds like the, the part of the process they decided that, yeah, yeah. that it had and to be backfired. a white person. Yeah, and it's backfired. Well, time. yeah, it's a good example. Like, you can't just be chain whitewashing stories mm. for your... For, yeah, for profit. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Especially when you're whitewashing them against minorities within minorities. You know, it's just, oh, it's just yeah. insane. So moving forward through to another topic. Yeah, another kind of bit of a surprise for a lot of people with, um, okay, we, obviously we talk about Caitlyn Jenner a lot on this show. Yes. Praise, praise, praise. Lots of praise. I mean, she's amazing and that's not yeah. changing. But... Yeah, she... Within recent months, there's been new things, haven't there, that have been developed with her, like her opinions on things. When you put someone on a, on a pedestal, yeah, it's hard to, like... To, yeah, she's still just a person, and she still has exactly. her own thoughts and background. I suppose anyway, in a way that's good, but in, the, in another way it's really bad, you know, because it's... it's well, okay, we'll get to... Yeah. So, on Alan, obviously yep. everyone heard that she was very reluctant to say that she was pro-marriage equality. Yeah. And it was the way she framed it was bizarre. Mm. Like, like Ellen was 
kind of like, oh, but you're for it. And he's just like, oh, well, I'm well, not. you know, if they really <laughs> want it, they can have it. It's like, what? And she was just like, you know, I don't know why they really want it, but they get like, what do you mean they really want it? Yeah. Everyone wants what everyone else has. It's like, not in terms of equality. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think it's almost. I don't know whether it was a, like a, a like like a strategy to sort of distance, you know, herself from like the connection of you know being gay or is, is it? I don't know. I don't know where that that came from because technically now she's a trans lesbian, so she should be pro gay marriage if she ever maybe no. But then again, that came up in it, didn't well, she? Because she was like, she well, says, I've got children. Well, that that seems like super selfish when like yeah, she's like, so you like I was like, so you never wanted to get married, and she's just like, well, I've already had a family. Done. I've yeah, I'm like, okay, good for cool. you. Cool, you've had that luxury. Let someone else have it. You know? Yeah, really bizarre. It's oh, hard. It's, I can't. It's I disappointing. Mean, two I minds because like, yeah. can we? judge her because we've put her on this pedestal as you know the representation of a trans woman the modern like, trans yeah in, you know, and, we put, and we put her up there yeah so it's kind of hard to judge her for having her own opinions yeah i know still but it's not she's a very yeah. she would be so educated on yeah. everything by now so to have that opinion still is quite shocking yeah it was a bit out of the dark wasn't it i think that's why it made such well we news. were we did speculate that she kept saying i'm a republican republican yeah. and then we're like oh okay you're that kind of republican <laughs> um, yeah yeah i don't know it did i think it did change my view of her yeah, I mean, I still, I still love her and, and, and for what she, you know, she originally represented. But I think it's definitely given us a bit of a, a reality check, hasn't it? In terms of like this. My issue is that she knows how. Um, her. How, yeah, she knows how influential she is. She knows it because her whole reality show was very aware. Based of, on that. Yeah, telling trans stories. And, yeah. yeah, so she's fully aware. And mm. to, like she would have thought it through. She would have thought about her stance. She would have thought before she went on Alan what she would say yeah. and that's what she decided on yeah to kind of be like oh these spoiled gay and lesbians wanting their marriage fine we'll give it to them yeah. <laughs> like Who we'll knows? keep you happy and give you like it's like bizarre it's almost like it's a transition of sort of opinions along with her journey as well i guess you know because now she embodies something much bigger than herself when it comes to you know what she represents for the trans community so maybe maybe you know over time her opinions will change and warm up and i suppose we do forget that she's kind of she's she comes from a different time yes like she would have grown up and that would never have been a possibility yeah um maybe yeah maybe she'll adjust eventually i know she did kind of try and after the Alan thing be like oh no i am for it but uh, you shouldn't be reluctant it's quite like to me it's black and white yeah (laughs) Yeah. But I suppose not to everyone. No, but you know, well, speaking of another controversy as well, which um, we um, haven't touched on yet, is also about the Halloween costume that she was very pro yeah. as well. Yeah. I, I don't mind that too much from her, okay. actually. I know why she was doing it. I know you've yep. got a different view. Yes. I, I think she's trying to be the kind of funny, not so... So maybe we should talk about what it is. Okay. The, so the okay. Halloween costume. There's a Halloween costume that came out of, you know, Caitlyn Jenner. And it was clearly like a man in a dress. You know, it was it was it wasn't even modelled on a girl. Like it was modelled on a like a very hairy sort of oval, like you know, not not very toned looking guy. And you know, it, it really sort of emphasised this trans people are women in uh, men in dresses. That's sort of what it's the message communicated. And to be kind of put within the context of Halloween, yes. it's like is that supposed to be scary, funny, silly? Yeah, like something this, to be yeah. ridiculed. Like so. 
Yeah, I think in some interview, I, Caitlin, I can see, yeah. Caitlin was asked, what do you think of this? And she said it was funny and she had no problem with it. Yeah, I suppose so, it's trying to empower I Yeah, I feel like she probably know. doesn't want to you know, always be portrayed as this serious person that can't have a laugh. Maybe it's a bit of the oh, kind yeah. of the old Bruce coming through because Bruce was a bit of a lad and he had laughs with his friends. I think he's try like she's trying to just not be too serious and yeah. sees like the fun in it. And may maybe she's just sick of having to like be upset about yeah. trans issues because you just spend all day crying all the time and sometimes you just got to like be like okay it's fine if you're yeah. just doing it as a laugh. But, um, yeah, I can see how so many people are offended and in a way, like I would be offended as well. Um, but I think, you know, I, I think it's also this sense of sort of empowerment, you know, like when we think about the words queer and we think about how, you know, in modern context, we reclaimed that, I guess it's also that sort of way of saying, no, this doesn't offend me. This empowers me. You know, this is, this yeah. is, you know, I'm not offended at all. Look how not offended I am about it, you know? Mm. So, yeah. I think it's, yeah, it's how you take it. Yeah. So, moving on from one particular woman's um, opinion on gay marriage to another. <laughs> yes, a very vocal person. <laughs> oh okay, my God. so, yeah, we're all, I know this happened a few, what, a month uh, ago? Yeah, a little while ago, so it's slightly older but news. But there's still people, okay, anyway, Kim Davis is who I want to talk about. Um, so... Do you want to explain for viewers that don't, listeners that don't know? Okay, so, so for those who have live in absolutely, igloo. yeah, um, if you live in an igloo, out here's of the, the igloo. Scoop. get out of the igloo first because it ain't good for you. And second of all, Kim Davis, she okay, so she was a county clerk for Kentucky. Yes, that's right, Rowan County, Kentucky. Yes, yes. yes. So um, anyway, she was a county clerk for there, who and obviously in America. These people are responsible for issuing, you know, um, civil marriage licenses and this and that. Anyway, ever since gay marriage has been passed from the Supreme Court in the US, um, you know, obviously they're required to do it yeah, upon so, request. Yeah, um, she doesn't. Homosexual people will come and want to get married. Yes, it's now legal the law. Yeah, um, and she refused. Yes, she basically said that, um, you know, due to her duty to God and to her religious beliefs, that she refused to issue them because it was morally against what she believed in. Yep. So um, there was a big uproar big against uproar. her. A lot of them were just like, do your job. Yeah. Quiet, do your job. So it's weird. I mean, it's like how, to what extent should we honour religious rights? Yes. It's, it's a tricky thing. I mean. Well, I don't know. I see. I think I've got, I, I mean, I don't, I personally, I'm, I wouldn't identify as atheist, but I'm not, I'm not of any religion at all. And I, um, I would never impose that upon someone who, did uphold a religious belief. The only time I think it really, for me, would be an issue if someone imposes it on me, um, especially when it comes to their jobs. So this is where Kim Davis was in the way in the wrong. Yeah, I mean, I think Time Magazine framed it really well. If, we're not telling you to change your religious beliefs, but there is a distinction between one's private beliefs and their public duty. Yeah. This isn't, yeah, your, your beliefs should not impact on your public duty. I mean, it's your job. It's the law, and oh, it's just it's hard with these religious beliefs when it comes to especially um, because she's she's a civil representative of the government as well. You know, like I'm trying to compare it to say I don't know, um, I don't know, say maybe someone at work who I don't know refused to put makeup on a boy or something. Well, there was some good. Know, um, but like it's kind of your job. You Time magazine had some really good hypotheticals. Okay, so if a person that identifies as Muslim takes a job as a lifeguard at a public pool, yeah. does the law encourage his boss to allow him to schedule his break so he can have prayer time? 
Yes, it would. Okay. But can he refuse to keep watch over female swimmers if they weren't wearing, if they weren't covered from head to toe? No. Right. That's his, that's his public duty. So there is a difference there. And I mean, no one's going to like, no one can tell you how, how to believe, but you still have to perform your job if it's in the public office especially in the public office yeah i think and that's yeah not to be i mean i i'm all about honor like not disrespecting religions but when it comes to homophobia with christians mm. it does drive me crazy because definitely there's, there's so many contradictions with the bible with homosexuality and it's very hard like people just kind of like okay it's your beliefs your beliefs but i mean i've read so many things that argue that the bible was totally misinterpreted yeah. to do with that and it's yeah it's hard but we always have to go back to honoring religious beliefs yeah, yeah. so i wonder if it's going to come to a time where we actually look at these beliefs and be like should we be honoring them if yeah. they're not based on anything that probably was even said i mean the bible see was, that's the thing that's yeah the thing because it's, it's such a it's a while we're trying to keep church and state separate in an ideal sort of society at the same time, these things continually come into yeah, interaction. Yeah, well, now with, with America, with gay marriage, it's always going to like be butting heads. Butting heads. I know. I mean, God, for the longest time, I, um, you know, I was so like um, cagey and sort of defensive towards, you know, not all Christians, um, but you know, like say, I don't know, um, particular say, say if you're at school and you knew particular conservative religious people, you know, you, you'd you'd be quite sort of defensive or, or you know around them because you know you'd be so worried. And they're so just that the, the the Bible is the word like yes. it's very hard to argue with the Bible. That's right because that's the word, infallible word of God. Um, okay, if I was so to live ways. by the Bible, I couldn't eat shrimp. Yep. I couldn't plant different seeds in the same hole. These are all abomination. Yeah. I can't eat rabbit. Okay. So we've definitely seen Christians eating rubber before. Okay. This is also abomination. Yep. And I can't wear linen and wool together. Oh, shit. <laughs> so my outfit choice is very limited. Oh, God. So yeah. <laughs> it's filled with contradictions. Yeah. Um, and that's it. And I think this, that's this, I mean, this is more talking about a theological debate, but this comes down to the idea with religion, particularly Christianity in this context about cherry picking and cherry picking saying certain things are not allowed because we... Oh, or people around me say that this is wrong, but other things are completely. And I've ignored. interpreted it that way. Yes, like, and I've specifically interpreted, or my my family, or my 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 church has interpreted it that particular way. I really like how Desmond Tutu talks about religion. Okay. He's adorable. <laughs> He's so cute. I love Desmond Tutu. He said like a really good quote the other day. Okay. Um, he said the word it, the Bible is the word of God through human beings and their time. So that's how we should kind of take it. Right. So if we're taking a religion, belief, religious belief as law, no good can come from that because it's, mm. yeah. Because it's, it's set in a context that was, you know, thousands of years ago, yeah. you know. But, and, yeah, I mean, this, this debate could go on and on and on. But, I mean, bringing it back into sort of the context of Kim Davis, um, you know, she's definitely well within her right to have those beliefs yeah. but and and you know regardless of how many people may consider them outdated or bigoted or whatever but at the moment that they start affecting other people especially in a public office that's when it becomes a big issue and that's what we're seeing right now and the worst thing after all is it's just kind of become a bit of a martyr for 
oh god, there's been those photos. Christians, when, freedom, blah, yeah, freedom of speech and all this. I mean, there has been a lot of images going around, you know, because she was held, put in prison for contempt and then released shortly after. Um, and there was these pictures of her, you know, being surrounded by her lawyers and holding her fists in triumph and this and that, like she's the one persecuted, even though, and, and, oh my God, and all these comparisons to her and freaking Martin Luther King and this oh. about how, you know, you know, she was the one, you know, she's been the one on the back of the bus and there this was and that. A, there was a really good meme that had like her and yeah. then next to her was just like a, one of many, many black women that are incarcerated every year, you know, yeah. in a mugshot. Why is one a martyr, one's a criminal? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've seen so many ones. I mean, I found a really, one of the most interesting ones I heard was that people were comparing her to Rosa Parks, you know, who sat on the back of the bus during the civil rights oh, movement God, and everything. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh, it's ridiculous. And I love, someone said, and as a rebuttal, they said, um, she wasn't, she wasn't Rosa Parks. She wasn't on the back of the bus. She was a fucking bus driver. You know, she's the one putting mm. people down, not trying to free people, you she's know. She's trying so, to segregate people more. Yes. It's... Oh, yeah. I, I, so I very much dislike that woman and I do not wish well, good things for her. We'll see what happens with her. Yes. Yeah. So moving forward to a different topic now, um, I'm talking about bisexuality and specifically about a week or so ago, there was Bi Visibility Day. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a day that I don't think has been publicized that much yeah, in it's... like years prior, but, no. um, yeah. So Bisexuality is funny. It's treated quite differently to all the other kind of sexes, orientations, gender identifications. Um, and so Biovisibility Day as a hashtag kind of became like a forum for bisexual people mm. or not bisexual people to kind of make fun of how they're sometimes treated. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, it's, it's... Well, I think the... I mean, if we're just talking about bisexuality and sort of how, you know, people who are bisexual they tend to be um, discriminated against in a slightly different way because it's not so much about the fact they're into boys or they're into girls, but it's more so the fact that they're into both and that they're, you know, they're yet to make up their mind or, or that they're on the fence or this or that. You know, like I mean, it's... some people, they actually don't believe in bisexuality. <laughs> like, yeah. It doesn't exist. I'm like, how can you tell someone yeah. who yeah. they are? Exactly. And I think, I mean, me personally, I don't identify as bisexual because for me, I think the way I am, I'm not, I'm not binary. So I couldn't therefore embody that within my sexuality. So I'm pansexual, which is a little bit more broad. Um, but I don't think, I mean, definitely bisexuality definitely exists. And if you wish to identify that way, no one should put you down for it. Yeah. Um, so with the hashtag, hashtag by visibility day, a lot of people kind of saying their stories and I thought it was, it was quite good. So I'll read a tweet that went up. So there's, I haven't finally got, I haven't finally gone gay when I'm with a woman. I haven't suddenly decided I'm straight when I'm with men. And that's kind of a lot. That's how a lot of these people are treated sometimes. Yeah, yeah that they're yet to make up their mind. They're greedy. And yeah, it's just because we live in a very dualistic society. And we live in this society where there's boys things and there's girls things. And, and you should have one way or the other, you know. So to, to have someone who some people perceive as is on the fence is quite um, controversial. You know, it messes up people's filing systems of you're into boys, you're, you're into girls. How could you be into both, you know? Yeah, that's, a, that's another, I like that tweet. Yeah, yeah there's another tweet here that um, has come in um, and it says, um, me being in a relationship with a guy doesn't make me any less bi. Just like owning a cat means, that doesn't mean that you like dogs less. Like, yeah, I think that's, I like that way of framing it. Yeah. It's, yeah, I think it's just hard for people to, 
like, to sort of accept to swallow. And, yeah, yeah. It's it's just let's just stop trying to tell people how they should define yeah. themselves and let them define themselves. And I th yeah, and I think as an extension of that, there's uh, there's this element of bi erasure, you know, where people are so needing to put them into a binary, you know, category of you're into boys or you're into girls that I mean, you look back at some like very famous, you know individuals who people you know they may have very openly well identified as bisexual but people now perceive them in hindsight as gay i.e freddie mercury he was very openly bisexual um throughout you know his you know life and nowadays people look back at him as a more of a gay representative and a gay icon squarely into men which wasn't the case well yeah i find a lot of people and i've even heard gay men say this as well there's kind of the thought that everyone ends up with men so yeah, yeah so if a guy is bisexual everyone just thinks he's, he's gay. gay if a girl is bisexual they probably just interpret her as experimenting yeah, yeah, until yeah, yeah. she ends up with a man the superior of the choices yeah, yeah. so it's that's a lot of people a lot of guy you know blokey guys they just think that so speaking of bisexuality um we watched this show we were very much into uh the trashy british reality shows oh yes it's, uh, oh it's my it's my chi. I love it. So <laughs> we watch so things like Made in Chelsea, Only, only Ways, Essex. Mm. Um, and our favourite show right now is X on the Beach. Yes. Um, so X on the Beach. It is the worst show, meaning it's the best. Yes. It's, oh, well, if you don't know about it, it's, it's, it's literally X on the Beach. Yeah. And they think that, that that's such a clever title, you know, yeah, like, like genius, brilliant. And whenever they bring a new ex on the beach, they play this Jaws music. Yeah, and like whose ex is next? <laughs> um, okay, so we we were watching. I don't know, it was the first episode or the second episode, but um, yes. it was so bizarre. Oh, that's probably they, the second when Gemma because okay, it was when yeah. Gemma is it Gemma? Or Gemma? Gemma? I'm pretty sure it's Gemma. Okay, so Gemma. So this chick Gemma came. She was really. Really pretty tattoos, really cool girl. Yeah. Anyway, they bring her on the show, yes. and straight away the big thing is she's a bisexual. Yes. And just keep saying bisexual, and they bisexual. They call her bisexual. The guy is like, ooh, bisexual. Bisexual. Oh my god. <laughs> and then they send them. Uh, so I think it was was it was it Kurt? Kurt. Because I mean, I know him from Essex. Was it Kurt? Was it Kurt that she went? I think. It, yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Anyway. Yes, it was. Um, it was Kurt. So they sent Kurt and Gemma on a date. And then narrator was like, Kurt's gonna spend a day with a bisexual today. Yeah. And it was so it crazy. It was so strange. It was so like, I mean, God, you think like, it can, it, you can compare it to like when people fetishize lesbianism and things like that. But this is like, they, like, they just kept calling her the bisexual or uh, a bisexual. Yeah, like it's her own name. Like yeah. it's really like a different species. Yeah. It was so bizarre. But yeah. So we'd already kind of written this show off as being awful when it comes to you know they being that such, respectful yeah. and not you know exoticizing Exot yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah women and, yeah but then it actually is kind of awesome with one of the women on the show yes who um she's a very um i'd say animated she she reminds me of holly from geordie shaw when she's older because she's got that you know like a very too perfect face she's so pretty and she's got perfect lips and perfect teeth very very animated features and she speaks like oh we love her my name is um, Rod. yeah she's just so sexual everything is so <laughs> mouthy and you know huge boobs that yeah. whole like essex look yeah and it was only kind of slipped into one of the episodes that she's a trans woman yeah and it was just like 
cool. Yeah. Um, it was yeah. not even it. So we were like, oh, like, wow, they're treating a bisexual, yeah. like an exotic Isn't animal. Funny? Yeah. And a trans woman, just like any other woman. So yeah. it's quite interesting. It is very strange. I mean, it's. Like, we thought yeah. this show was awful, but then. You think they would totally, like, stigmatize her? Yeah, and... they'd, like, lead up to her and tell her all the backstory, because that's what a lot of these reality shows do. Like, if they're going to talk about a trans person, they're going to talk about their backstory, who they were before. Like, they can't just take them as they are. Yes. But this show was good, and we, which is our favorite character. She's, mm. she's very cool. Um, oh, she's, it's a show yeah, she's very wild. End. Um, and she's just hooked up with, you know, a straight guy. Mm-hmm. And he was like, very cool. Like, you know, they touched on sort of how she was intersex. Oh, and she, stuff. yeah, yeah. They talked a little bit about, about her background with intersex, but not that much. I mean, it's not our business. So, yeah, very. If you're interested in Ex- Excellent Beach, it's awful, but kind of good too. Mm. So, yeah. if Stay you like. Tuned. Yeah. Yeah. And now, just to talk about some fun things. <laughs> Shall we do our catch up? So, yes. Okay, Sorry. so what's been news in your neck of the woods? Um, well, to talk about cats, which we haven't, we didn't talk about cats at all last episode. I felt so guilty. So we guilty. That those our little our cat-loving listeners are just... So deprived. Yeah, so um, just some updates with Buffy. She's doing well. Yes. She, I don't know where she's right now. She's usually like sitting on the piano or sitting behind us, bringing us toys. She's probably going for a demanding. drive. She's very much liking sinks at the moment. Yeah, all sinks. She just loves to sit in sinks. Yeah. Even if the water's running, she's fine with that. She doesn't know what's happening. Yeah. She's like, what is this? It's cold. Should I lick it? <coughs> um, yeah, she's a cutie. She, yeah. she does have worms at the moment. Oh, that's yes, oh. yes. And she keeps rubbing her awesome Yeah, she's been rubbing her bum on every surface, which is a delight. It's so nice. And Buffy. Actually, I think she's meowing above us. Buffy. Buffy. Okay, she's running. She's she actually comes. above us at the moment. Hello. Hi, sweet girl. <laughs> How you doing? Hi. Oh, she's, she's rubbing her eye. Okay, Puss. So just enthralling listening. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just this, just in. She might have something in her eyes. She's going to meow, meow to the recorder. Hey, Puss. Hey. What are you doing? No. <laughs> For the first time in her small life, she's silent. You have a spotlight on your, you're ruining this. No, she's not more nothing. interested in clinic. Um, so for all that who, those who caught that meow before, here's a quick replay. <laughs> Oh, very wow, good, wasn't that good. amazing? Ah, God, that's amazing. Good girl. Good girl. She said, I love you. Yes, next week we'll actually teach her to say <laughs> that, so stay tuned for that as well. Next week she'll see in the intro next week. Yes. We're training you. It's yes. coming. Yeah. Um, what else? So work? Work is good? Yeah, work's fine. Um, let me think. I, I find, like, it's interesting. I get sometimes people coming in who, um, and this, uh, not, like, this is, like, of, of the past, you know, like, not to name anyone specifically but um i find sometimes my you know perception between uh, particularly for some women of the fact that i do my makeup is it's quite an odd sort of a thing to wrap their heads around they're like oh my god you do your makeup better than me and i find that such a strange sentence didn't one person asked you did you do your makeup today yes someone was like he's talking to a makeup artist do you do your makeup yourself i'm like oh no no i don't know what i'm doing like come on girl like seriously i work in makeup of course i do my own makeup and they kind of act like you're amazing the fact that you do makeup and you're good at it yeah you should just be treated like everyone yeah it's quite interesting i mean I guess, what are they trying to, like, trying to put my, myself in their head? Like, are they thinking because they grew up with it? 
But to be honest, this is my profession, girl. Like, I, of course, I'm, like people go, oh my god, you do better makeup than me. I'm like, yeah. yeah like, did you I assume do. I? Yeah, did you assume um, I didn't because I'm of what's a trained between... makeup artist? Yeah. Like, did you assume that I wouldn't because of what's between my legs? Like, come on. Like, hello. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so you know. But besides that, everything's pretty sweet. Um, yeah. You know, just well, so, yeah. Our next episode, we'll try and do it earlier. We'll be slack this week. Yeah. Things were happening. We were both sick. I went through menopause. Yeah, twice. Yeah. Um, I was like, come on, pull you out of your bed. (laughs) Bring it on. Um, No, I had had like a gnarly, horrible virus. Yes. It's pretty gnarly. Yeah, the gnarliest. The gnarliest. Ha! I was singing that. What are you pump it. I was just doing pump it earlier. Oh! <laughs> Isn't that that? I thought you were chanting. That like, surfer music. Ha, 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 ha. Trying to choose some type of chant to get rid of the virus. Yeah, yeah, she did. Virus be gone. Virus be gone. <laughs> she does. Uh, Alright, well. Oh, Buffy is looking at drinking some baby oil. So, oh, Buffy, not the baby oil yeah, again. We probably should go attend to her. <laughs> some weird, like, sexual thing. <laughs> like, thing she does. Yeah. Oh, puss. Oh, stop it. Anyway, yeah, right. so earlier, when it, what's the date? We're in September, I guess. Yes. So, although it might not be September by the time the episode comes out. So um, expect the La- next episode. <laughs> late October. Late October, maybe early November. Yes. yes. All right, cool. Okay. Look forward to it. Thank all you right. for listening. All right, we'll see, we will see you on the flip side. Yes, because yes. we say that all the time. <laughs> Let's go surfing now. Bye. I'm in the mood. Bye. Wow. <laughs> You know what that noise was? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I'll do the same for me.